When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this this week, uh, it's it's summertime. I think we're going to go swimming. Oh, yeah. You know, this is, this is the perfect episode because lately, uh, the weather hasn't been great here in the Midwest. No, it's finally starting to turn. Just watching this episode made me think, oh my God, it could get hotter. Yeah. Well, and what hotter way for this episode than to bring a, a, a guest back? Yeah, I know. It's going to be it's going to be smoking hot because the episode that we're going to be doing is season six, episode one, because congratulations to us for starting season six. And <laughs> yep. it just so happens that the name of this episode, Bar to Darkness, coincides with a guest we've had on earlier who has the uh, screen name on Instagram as Bar to Darkness. So let's bring on to the show again, uh, Warren, or as everyone likes to call him, Bar to Darkness. What's up, you guys? That was a hell of a segue. I mean, I do. I am feeling hot. I yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you you are down in Florida. I mean, I feel like it's oh, always, boy. always hot down there. I have never related more to anything on Earth than when Homer is, you know, <laughs> setting up the fridge and getting wanting to live inside the fridge. That is, in fact, I've posted that before and been like, this is the most Florida shit I've ever seen. Yeah. It's going to be 93 degrees today. So That's there crazy. you go. Well, see, I was just out in California and uh, we had a 91 degree day out on the beach. So, yeah, it was definitely sad to come back to Minnesota to 32 degree weather. <laughs> I, just, I just can't. I can't imagine that. Like people here. When it gets, you know, when it hits like 65, people are busting out the jackets. I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, we're, we're not used to that cold weather here at all. Cold. I, I cold. do like I do like when I was roaming around like the in, not on the ocean, but kind of inland when it got kind of, you know, night sun goes down and it's about, you know, 65 degrees out. I'm in shorts and a T-shirt and people <laughs> up are wearing our uh, wearing beanies. I'm like, dude, you're you're absolutely nuts. 65 uh. is not cold. I don't know what you're what you're talking about. I wish no. I could be in 65. I, I remember on a vacation one year, well, about guys, this is almost ten years ago, where my buddies and I were in Florida, and it was like sixty degree and raining, and people were just freaking out. Oh yeah, I, I mean that, like, that that's that's like, winter guys, here. This is nothing. <laughs> well, I, it was funny because we were watching the news, and the reporter was like, "It's like winter in Alaska," and you have four guys who live in Wisconsin, like. This is summer in Wisconsin. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, my, I have a buddy who lives in Michigan. Uh, shout out okay. to my friend Jason. And he, he'll be like, well, it's going to snow today. And I'll send him a screenshot of the weather. And I'll be like, well, it's <laughs> oh. 78 degrees here right now. So, you know, uh, oh. that's definitely, it's, it's one of those things. Florida, for a magnitude of reasons, is not like anywhere else. So yep. there you go. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, like I mentioned, uh, we're going to be doing season six, episode one, Bart of Darkness. And Mr. Bart of Darkness himself, now, I think we talked about this last time you were on. You did you actually get this your name from this episode? Was it I did. Okay. I did. So, but I also it you know, people ask me that a lot and it, it actually means nothing. When I when I first started the Instagram, um I wanted 
I just wanted something that looked nice. Like I'm very particular about screen names. And, you know, I tried a couple different episode names and nothing really, you know, nothing really worked. I, I didn't want to call it like, you know, Warren's Simpsons collection or what. I, I just didn't know what to call it. So Bard of Darkness had a nice, you know, it's like when you pick a screen name for AIM back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I, I just thought it looked cool. And, uh, you know, here I am eight years later, uh, 74,000 followers later, and I guess people have just forgotten that the name means nothing. Yeah, well, it's kind of, it's kind of funny to think. It's kind of funny to think about. I was thinking, okay, so you know, uh, we use the you know the Simpsons guidebook to help us with yeah. quotes and stuff. And I thought maybe you just grabbed your copy of the Simpsons guidebook, opened to a random page, pointed, oh, it landed on Bart of Darkness, where you could have landed on Lisa on Ice or something, and that could have ended up being your screen name. <laughs> That's a way cooler version of the story. I'm going to steal that and start using it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So the, this episode aired uh, September 4th, 1994. Yep. Um, uh, it, by the way, this is the first episode back on Sunday nights. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously Thursday, uh, Thursday's a weird night. Sundays, I yeah. think, are definitely a lot better yeah. and uh, kind of opens up your whole week. You could start your whole <laughs> week with The Simpsons. I definitely prefer the Sundays. I, mm-hmm. you know, I remember as a kid when it switched back to Sundays and Sunday night was like, you know, your last morsel of freedom before, you know, Monday morning. And so Sunday nights, while as an adult, I sort of hate. As a kid, I actually really liked them because I was like, yo, The Simpsons is coming on. <laughs> King of the Hills coming on. I'm going to make a tombstone pizza. So I have very fond memories of this era uh, when it switched back to Sundays, for sure. Yeah, it definitely made the weekends a lot better because Saturday night you had Snick. And then Sunday night, yep. you had the animation lineup. So, yep. really yeah. solid. Oh, yeah. So, the recap uh, Homer installs a pool in the Simpsons' backyard, and Bart breaks his leg attempting to dive into it. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, he, yeah, I mean, I, I'd say he was attempting to dive, but obviously, we'll get into it. That's not really what happened. It started as a, as a you know, dive, and then uh, went... it didn't even start as a dive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We'll get there. Yep. All right. Chalkboard. Beans are neither a fruit nor musical. Um, yeah, I think aren't beans legumes. Yeah, they are. Yep. And, and obviously, uh, you know, Bart was trying to, uh, make a little, (laughs) a stinking class about, uh, being musical. So yeah. And, and I'm guessing Warren, you watched this most recent episode of the Simpsons, correct? Yes, absolutely. Uh, with uh, yep, um, and so we, that I love that episode because we finally, finally closed the gap on Bart writing on the chalkboard. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the, this whole time doing this podcast, we're like, oh, Bart goes to the chalkboard, write you know, write something on it. It's funny. And, I, you know, I'm just gonna say, you know, I, as part of you know, this is on brand for me, so I have to say it. People know I stand up for for current seasons. Are, are the the current season and modern seasons in general. Yep. And uh, I got to say, like, this most recent episode, giving Kerry Washington uh, a permanent role as Bart's new teacher, a really good move, and I'm actually excited to see that dynamic and see what else they do. So I loved that little callback to why Bart writes on the chalkboard in the first place. I thought it was all really great. Yep, and, Ooh, and I mean, obviously we're going to get to this, you know, next uh, the later seasons in about 20 years when we, when we get there. <laughs> but um, that being said, I mean, this season really, I think, I don't know when it, I think that Marge and Homer going out into the woods, I think turned season 33 around. Everything after mm. that episode really was like, holy crap. I don't know if someone kicked the writers in the ass and said, all right, let's get going. But 
I feel that was like the turn of season 33. Like that, that is a truly perfect episode. I mean, I would assume some of the early ones are probably holdovers from last season. That tends right. to be the way it goes, you know, yeah. but I think, I think, you know, even if that's not the case, I think that episode is just so strong and so different. And we're talking about pixelated and afraid for anyone listening. Yep. Uh, my favorite of the season. One of my, fa- you know what? One of my favorite episodes of the show, period. I'm just going to say, it. Wow. Uh, I, I really think it might move into like top 25 territory. It's so good. Yeah. that was. Uh, I will not, I will not accept any hate mail for that, but <laughs> I think that episode is so good that I think it just brings up everything around it. And I think it might even change some people's perspective on the season because, you know, if when something's that good, it kind of brings everything else up a notch. So oh, I, I think that also Ab- helps. Yeah. Absolutely. That was my take. After that, every episode after that episode, I'm like, oh, the writing has gotten better somehow just by watching yeah. that, that one episode. <laughs> um, so the couch gag this week, the Simpsons are sitting midair as part of their couch assembles on top of them and the weight of the couch causes them to, to crash and burn. I'm so glad we're getting new couch gags. I know it's, it's, <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. All, the, all the, the end, the, the, the end of the end of season five uh, was with couch gags was not great with all the repeats. Yeah. It just kept going. All those clapboard couch gags from the <laughs> earlier, earlier in season five, just, they just kept coming back. Uh, let's start this episode off right with the one and only Hans Mole Man. Um, and, you know, he's getting ready for his day. He walks out of his house and uh, he looks up uh, at the sun because it's, you know, it's summertime and he's feeling the heat. And uh, he uh, starts himself on fire <laughs> by the sun's ray. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever tried to burn like ants or whatever with a magnifying glass, but his glasses are so thick. They acted as a <laughs> magnifying glass for the sun's rays to start Hans Bullman on fire. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever, I've never tried the the magnifying trick with sun's rays. I don't know if it really heats oh, up. It, enough does. To, does oh, it? Oh, it, it definitely does. I'm a big okay. softy. I can never do it. Even to yeah. ants. Oh, I did. What I did in my science class in school is when the suns would come through our classroom, I'd have a magnifying glass and try to burn holes in my jeans oh, just to see if it worked. <laughs> did it did work? It? it did work. Yeah. Wow. There you go. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't set myself on fire like Hans Moleman, yeah. but, but yeah, it's a, it's a hot day in Springfield. And one thing that I like, and I don't know if this is the really the start of it, but prior to season five, it seemed like every episode was purely random. There was no concept of time, but I feel like as season six goes on and all the rest of season six, they actually timestamp it. Like this is summer. This is before yeah. school starts and you know, it works its way into Halloween works its way into Christmas, you know, into, into Valentine's day. Like I think season six really kind of kicked off the, Oh, we're going to, the one season is going to be kind of a full year. We're not going to make yeah. things last more than, you know, a day or a week. So, yeah, I think it really stands out too, because mm-hmm. most, you know, like you're saying, most of the time you're sort of in this, you know, ambiguous time frame. You don't really understand what, you know, you know, they're in school, but you don't really get a lot of, of clues as to what time of year it is, unless it's like a Christmas episode. So I think, I think this episode lands in a good place for people because they're like, Oh, you know, this is what it's like 
to you know have a hot summer it just it feels different it stands out amongst yeah. a lot of episodes yep yeah there's i mean with them not being in school clearly they're not in school because it's a uh, summer vacation so yep, yeah, right. i like i like the fact that it differentiates from like the kind of the, the first five seasons yep a little yeah. bit so totally. now we're gonna head over to the springfield wax museum which <laughs> um sure uh, and we see the squeaky voice teen is a tour guide there, uh, showing some people around, which also includes Principal Skinner. And uh, he shows them the Beatles wax figures they have uh, as they appeared on the Ed Sullivan show. Um, I didn't realize they appeared uh, all melted in puddles of goo. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly how they appeared on the Ed Sullivan show. Now, the, weird thing, the weird thing is for this is that I went to um, the Hollywood Wax Museum when I was in California, and they definitely, you know, controlled the temperature within <laughs> that building. So is the AC not working at the Springfield Wax Museum, or are they just terrible at running? You, you got to think that they, you know, you got to think they would cancel the tour. If if everyone's melted, you got to think that they're not actually going to show everyone like, oh, you know, let's let's do the tour anyway. I mean, no one will notice, you know, I've always thought that's such a funny joke because it just makes no sense. Yeah. And so Skinner's like, so as I said before, Skinner was part of the tour and he's like, well, I don't want to be charged full price for this. He's like, my knees, I'm up to my knees in the original cast of MASH, (laughs) which is a great line. I love, well. I never, I don't, I don't, I didn't watch the original MASH. I watched like the stuff with Alan Alda and all them. And I don't think Alan Alda was a part of the original cast, but yeah, if I'm going to a wax museum and all the wax figures are melted, which a, not a great wax museum, but B, I want my money back. Yeah. Well, it also, this is a classic, you know, Skinner moment to me if you think about it because he's not even, he's, he's not refusing to pay. He just yeah. doesn't want to pay full price. He's like, well, yeah, I mean, I'll still sure. pay, but I just don't want to pay full price. I'm paying for the wax, not the yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, so then we uh, we go outside and we get some uh, hippie character uh, singing about the sunshine and how uh, like he you know likes having <laughs> the sun on him and uh, and it makes him happy. And another Springfielder walks by and punches him in the face. Yeah, that's it's too uh, it's too hot for this crap. And he's a hippie. Well, that's the Springfield character. He's appeared in a couple episodes. He never that has is any... yeah. He that never is has the dialogue. just stamp the ticket guy. Yes, exactly. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He he doesn't ever have really dialogue. He just randomly shows up in episodes and gets angry. Love it. Interesting. So just stamp now... the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so now uh, we go to the Simpsons house and to keep cool, we have seen Homer has set up a tent in front of the open refrigerator door and he has pulled out a box of frozen peas, I believe it was, to yep. uh, rub himself <laughs> down to keep him cool. And Bart is in there with them and he's got a box of frozen corn. All so, right. What's the most outrageous thing you guys have done to cool down on a hot summer day? Oh man. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I've done anything outrageous. I used to, (laughs) I used to work in a warehouse and I would commonly take like a, like a wad of paper towels or a, like a small hand towel and run it under cold water and just wrap my, the, like the neck of my shirt in it. Uh, But I don't know how outrageous that that is. That would really help. (laughs) It's not really that outrageous. (laughs) I guess I, for me, whenever I went down to like the Bahamas, Florida, 
area. I don't know if this is just a hotel thing or a resort thing down there, but all the floors in the hotels are like linoleum. They're not actually carpeted or anything. Yeah. And so what I would do, like I'd be out on the beach or just be a really hot day. I would just take off like my shirt pants and just lay down on the linoleum because <laughs> okay, it was that's... always freezing cold. Uh, and that would help so much. I mean, I don't, I, I can't really think of anything crazy. I mean, I know when I used to work at Target, uh, if I got too hot, I'd either go to the, uh, uh, I'd go to the freezer in, in the back and, <laughs> and walk in there for a few minutes to cool down. Put a but, jug of milk uh, under your shirt. No, I no. just, well, if I'm walking into a freezer, I don't need to do that. <laughs> uh, but I mean, by myself, I mean, we had next door neighbors who had a pool. So yep. if they were around, go use the pool. I mean, oh, that's we'll, get really that. we'll get to that. We'll get to that's another question, yeah. Robert, down the line. <laughs> well, well, I will tell you this, uh, you know, we're talking about it being hot and doing something outrageous to stay cool. Yeah. In Florida, you just oh, you're boy. sort of prepared for war. So like, <laughs> I, I think you're just you know you sort of bathe in the pain of the heat to where it doesn't really affect you anymore. So uh, I, I've pretty much given up on staying cool. You got to invest uh, in a really good air conditioner when you live here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know I, I think I've used like uh, a refrigerator before, not like what Homer did and setting up a tent, <laughs> but I, I I've definitely like opened up the refrigerator and stuck my head in just to get a little cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, Homer suggests that they can uh, live in the tent in the fridge for the rest of the summer, uh, which, you know, would be a good idea if uh, if you didn't want to burn your electricity. Uh, and Marge, uh, you know, goes into the tent and tells Homer that the uh, refrigerator was not meant to be used <laughs> in this manner, which is correct. The refrigerator is used to keep, you know, your food cold. Uh, but she's like, oh, man. This is so refreshing because it's cold. Now, I don't know how well you would have to tape a tent to the refrigerator so that the air, like, you know, comes, like, the coldness comes at you and not just kind of, like, spreads out. <laughs> um, and uh, we see Lisa join as well as Maggie. And Maggie comes in and uh, apparently they have some jello. Uh, in the fridge that Homer took out and Maggie uses it as a bed. Kind of like what you did with the linoleum, Steve. She uses yeah. it to lay on, to stay cool. Obviously, the company picnic was coming up at uh, Mr. Burns' manor. That's God, why they had you, some jello. I was just about to say that. <laughs> oh, I was like, man, I got a zinger right here. No, that's good. Uh, oh, that is really good. You get a and, bunch of Simpsons fans in the same room. You guys all have yeah. the same thing going through your head. Uh and so Homer Homer tells Marge that he got the idea when he noticed that the refrigerator was cold. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you just know that there were? I, I mean, I guess it's it's. I mean, your brain. I feel like when it's like either extremely cold or extremely warm, warm, your brain might not work to a certain degree. You just you know you're not thinking straight. So it's I actually, just, it's just classic Homer being a dumbass. You that know, is also I, true. I, yeah. I, I think. I also don't want to gloss over that Homer, one of my favorite reads that I think of every summer is when he says, it's cool in here, boy. I just think that's such a great way to deliver that line. But anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're fine. Um, and so uh, Marge is like, asks, well, what are we going to do uh, if the motor overloads? And uh, sure enough, the fridge goes out because they overload. Now, I don't know... I, I feel like this would be an older type model refrigerator, I guess. Um, 
but I don't know if you can actually overload the motor just by having the refrigerator open. Well, you I think it would just stop working. I think it would just yeah. stop. I don't, I don't think it would overload. I think it would just eventually the temperature would drop. I don't know. I've never tried this experiment. Maybe that's yeah. an excuse for us to all do it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm no mechanical engineer, so uh, if anybody out there knows anything about refrigerators, um, <laughs> and probably this is probably, I mean, this this episode is ton, has tons of great lines, but I really love this line. Homer asks Marge to set the oven to cold. <laughs> so good. I love uh, that line. So, so good. Yeah, so now we cut to the living room Living room where uh, Marge decides to cool herself off with a couple fans. Obviously, the yeah. first one blows her hair one way. Second fan blows her hair the other way and then just falls over her face. Um, I mean, I used to, I mean, on hot days, I'll definitely sit in front of a fan for, you know, a few hours. And then obviously, obviously on a fan like that, you have to talk into the fan to pretend to be yep. Darth Vader. Of course. Now, Mar yep. Marge missed that opportunity, but... Yep. Uh, by the way, just to go back a little bit to the whole, you know, with them using the refrigerator, my sophomore year of college, uh, the college did not turn on the heat for the winter time because it was like October, but it was super cold. We actually used the oven to heat up our apartment, which you're not supposed to do. No, there's kind of gas in that. <laughs> yeah. That no, it was an dangerous. electrical. Okay. okay. <laughs> it was an electrical, but like you're still not supposed to use an oven regardless of if it's electrical or gas to heat up a, uh, uh, an area. Yeah, probably not good. Uh, so now we hear the ice cream truck going by because who doesn't want ice cream on a Ooh. hot, hot summer day? And, you know, Bart, uh, who's stuck to the chair because <laughs> obviously heat on furniture is never yeah. good. So and that must be a leather That must be a leather chair because I don't think you're going to stick to a, a cloth chair. No, probably not. But then again, the, the Simpsons, I don't know how they can afford a leather chair. I mean, but. that is the strongest argument. I mean, I'm not a fan of like leather furniture no. anyway. I'm no. not a fan of leather, really. No. Uh, but the thing is, like, why? I don't understand why anyone would prefer leather, because if you live in a state that even gets, you know, remotely <laughs> yeah. hot, you're done yeah. for. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't get it. Yep. And so Bart and Lisa run after the ice cream guy who announces that he's all out of ice cream. That's kind of a, hey, why? Well, I guess, well, usually, you know, when an ice cream truck is rolling through the neighborhood, they only play the music when they have ice cream. Yep. And oh, so he, he, the, the dude was playing the music. So maybe screw was, you, ice cream man. Maybe it was broken. He couldn't turn it off. So he had to announce uh -huh. that he was all out of ice cream. Yeah, but he seemed too jovial when he announced it. <laughs> he, he just wanted to be an asshole. He's <laughs> just a sociopath. I mean, they're out there, yeah. guys. Yep. Yeah. But see, then Bart and Lisa hear another truck that comes by, and it's for uh, Texas-style chili. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> What? <laughs> That's so random. Yeah, uh, is, is, that a, is that a real style of chili? Does anyone know? Uh, is there like Texas a particular style? Texas style? Yeah, I'm sure there is. I mean, like a lot of states have like their own, like because there's like Texas barbecue and Kansas barbecue. And That's true. Southern bar. So I mean, yeah, I bet you there's a Texas style chili. Yeah, got to be at least five alarm. Yeah, I mean, I'm just oh saying. yeah, That's right. So yes. Lisa tells Bart to forget about, don't forget about it. Uh, their salvation isn't just going to roll up on the back of some stupid truck, and Otto pulls up right on cue. With the Springfield pool mobile. So this is the second instance in like two minutes where a character on the Simpsons says one thing and it happens. <laughs> yep. Um, so is that okay? Does the pool mobile even exist? Do, do those exist anywhere? 
you know i i have no clue there's this has to be based on some idea but i i yeah. gotta think there's no way that that's real i mean but i've seen crazier things have probably happened uh, so well i've seen like you know pickup trucks where you can get a like a liner for the truck and fill it with water yeah like i've seen those so maybe i, I don't know if that happened you know in the mid 90s so maybe that's where they got their idea from but obviously, but, but the thing is, you could never drive with it full of water, yeah. or it's just going to go everywhere. <laughs> as we as we're about to see with yeah, auto <laughs> auto stops and some of the water just you know splashes on them. But he's like his thought was he needed to get the window fixed. Not yeah, not that it was a bad thing. It was just the window yeah. needs to be fixed. itself. now. I mean, you could cover it. I mean, I guess I don't know if you did like okay. a pool cover around it. You have to get out of the truck obviously and yeah. and remove it. But. Uh, I mean, I feel like the pool mobile is a great idea. It just didn't well, last that long. Well, I know, like, <laughs> I, I don't think this really happens anymore. And I don't, I don't know how, how real this is. But, like, you know, kids using fire hydrants to spray water. Yeah. Is that a thing in the, like, 60s and 70s? It definitely was or seemingly was. I mean, it's yeah. a, at the very least something they did in movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so a uh, bunch of the kids on the block show up at the uh, pool mobile because apparently the Simpsons uh, house is where it needs to park. That was like yes. Otto's like spot. He knew yep. Simpsons house is where we got to park. All the kids will come over. Uh, we, we find out that there's 19 kids in the pool mobile. So there's such a random fact <laughs> and number. Yes. Uh, so, you know, Lisa's uh, splashing some water when Bart uh, surfaces. He's like, look, Lisa. I snatched five bathing suits, all Martins. <laughs> and then, Mar then Martin stands nearby with his arms folded, wearing layers upon layers of bathing suits. And Martin's like, take your best shot. I'm wearing 17 layers. And all the kids rush Martin and grabbing his uh, various swimsuit trunks within moments. And he's out. And he's like, I brought this on myself. Now, yeah. it, now it says kids, but I think it was just the bullies. Really? I guess that happened so fast. Yeah. I guess I, I feel like watching that scene. I feel like it was just Nelson, Jimbo, Kearney and Dolph who did it, but I could be wrong. <laughs> I just don't know how you, you would have to buy various sizes of bathing suits to yes. get that many on. What <laughs> well, a weird like, thing. It, well, it's like watching people wear like, you know, 18 sweatshirts or t-shirts. Like, so weird. Uh, well, Martin apparently Martin, Martin gets pantsed a lot in pools. Yeah. I mean, he's, just, he's, he's looking out for himself, which I got to respect, but I yeah. think at that point I'm just staying home. Yeah. I mean, right. That sounds so yeah. uncomfortable. You can't even walk. <laughs> no, <laughs> it looked pretty bad in the pool. Uh, <laughs> it was just standing there. It's like, he wasn't even playing or slipping. He was just standing there hoping that no one yeah. took all of his suits. And so then, uh, obviously I'm guessing there was like a few hour time limit. Um, and then yeah. auto kicks everyone out of the pool and was <laughs> like, say, uh, time's up Bart. And he's like, I'm going to stow away under the water and go where the pool goes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Bart can hold his breath underwater for a mere like 10 seconds yeah. and uh, comes out. Um, I mean, I don't see why you'd have to go where the pool goes. Plus, it because sounds, it's cool. Apparently. It's cool. <laughs> I mean, where else it's going to go? Is it going to be a, it's a Springfield pool mobile. It's going to wind up somewhere else in the town of Springfield, right? It's not yeah. like it's headed off to Shelbyville or anything. Well, you don't know that. Maybe they rented it. <laughs> uh, and so Otto, you know, picks Bart out of the pool and tells him, uh, well, we got to fill this thing with Epsom salts and jam it on over to the old folks home. Would the old folks really use a pool mobile though? 
there's no way. No, uh, none of those people like th- they're going to walk outside. I mean, as we see often yeah. and go right back inside, they don't want to be yeah. in that. Yeah. No. Plus uh, old folks really don't care about the heat. Yep. Yeah. No, they like the heat, right? Yeah. Uh, so Bart asks Otto if he'll be back uh, tomorrow, same time. And Otto tells them they are only budgeted for one day. <laughs> well, I mean, how much can a pool mobile cost? I, I mean, if it's only going to be at one location in the town of Springfield, I mean, it can't cost too much money for gas and you don't have to heat the pool. It's hot enough outside, right? Yeah. Well, if I, you have the budget to create a pool mobile, I think you can afford to drive it around yeah. a little more. Maybe charge yeah. a fee. I mean, make yeah. your money. Back. Yeah, there you go. See, like two bucks. Just charge see, two bucks yeah. per kid. See, that's the problem with Springfield. They don't know how to make money. That's why the yeah, tower's true. always going broke. Well, he could have made thirty-eight dollars right there in that, in that little spot. Yeah. Well, it's also you know Mayor Quimby runs the town, so yeah, that's where all the money goes. Yeah. True. Uh, so Bart and Lisa, you know, walk up to Homer, and he's obviously trying to watch TV and not pay attention to the kids. <laughs> and uh, so Lisa's like, "Dad, as you know, we've been swimming, and we developed a taste for it. We both agree that getting your own pool is the only way to go." Now, before you respond. You must understand that your refusal would result in months and months of, can we have a pool deck? 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 <laughs> and then this. I like how Bart's like going to say it one more time. And Lisa's like, stop. Enough. <laughs> I was, you know, that's my favorite little detail. She yeah, decides, she's like, that's enough for now. You yep. know, I yep. love that. But it's Bart and Bart just wants <laughs> to keep doing it. Yep. No, no, no. Lisa's <laughs> like, hold on. We got it. We got to wait for, wait for it to stop. Allow yeah. rebuttal. Allow, yep. And Homer's <laughs> like, I understand. <laughs> Let's celebrate this by adding chocolate to milk. <laughs> why couldn't he just, that's such, that's such a weird way to say it. Why couldn't he like, well, let's celebrate by getting chocolate milk. No, he's got to say it like this. Now, the question is powdered or liquid chocolate, Homer? Ooh. That's the real question. I prefer the Hershey's. Hershey's yeah, it's got to be, it's got to be liquid. Come on. We're yeah. not making hot chocolate here. We're making, yeah. we're making, you got to go. You gotta go Steve. I, yeah, come on. Well, I don't know. What about uh, Nesquik, right? Nesquik. Oh, Nesquik became in both, I guess. Yeah. Nesquik yeah. was fine, but I, yeah, you got to go with the syrup and also a Absolutely. lot easier to mix up. Really. You got, yes. you, you don't want to bust out the whisk. Okay. A spoon <laughs> no. will do. Yeah. Uh, and so they head off to pool sharks. That's a great name for a, I don't I know. Love they, that. They That's need a great a, name. Yep, where where the buyer is hard chum. <laughs> that's oh, that's I good. That, I am surprised there is not a pool shop out there called Pool Sharks. That is a great <laughs> name for a for a pool store. So uh, good. We we have a we have a pool store uh, close to where I live, but it's nowhere near as cleverly named. It's just called Pool Works. <laughs> it's so bland and boring. Yep. Uh, so we get a few models of pools. There's the yeah. Hick Tub. The Insterust, <laughs> the Lightning Magnet, <laughs> that's a good one, yeah. and the Tinkler. Ooh, the Tinkler. Then I like, uh, you know, I just wants that one. Mark's like, is it true that we should wait an, at least an hour after eating before going in? And the pool salesman, he's like, look, question lady, <laughs> this, is a jo- this job is not what I really do. I play keyboards. So that whole myth with waiting an hour, uh, I thought it was a half hour. No, it's, it's a myth. Like you can, like you could eat and just jump back in now. Should you, eh, that's debatable, but yeah, it's a myth that you have to wait an hour. I feel like it's just something parents came up with to like keep their kids out of the pool for a little bit. (laughs) Maybe. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. What is it like? It's supposed to make you like cramp up cramp or something? Yeah, like, yeah, okay. It's 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 false. I I would really like to know where this myth came from. If a parent decided to do it, or or maybe just because like you eat like like depending on the food you eat, like if you have pizza and you have grease on your hands and it doesn't mix melt well with chlorine, I don't know. Well, if you're that, gonna well if you're yeah. gonna cramp up, I mean maybe just eating maybe Fourth of July, right? Fourth of July, you're eating like yeah. five hamburgers, two hot dogs, potato salad. I mean, your stomach's full. I mean, you're not going to you're not going to cramp up. Now you're going to get tired. Like you're going to be like, you're going to feel full. You're not going to want to go into the pool. But that's why you'd wait a half hour to go in. So your body can uh, digest your food. Yeah. But the, uh, the, the, the myth is the myth is you cramp up. Yeah. So, you know, um, so, you know, the Simpsons, I don't know why they <laughs> would decide to build the, the pool themselves. Cause usually like I never bought a pool from like a pool place but don't they normally bring it and put it up for you most professional pool places would but i mean if you go to target or whatever and buy a pool off their you know floor yeah. you'll have to build it yourself that is true i mean so, we saw we saw the guy that was helping them he definitely wasn't going to recommend the premium package to them no, no that's probably true. not so <laughs> the simpsons go about to build their pool except for the fact that they built a barn somehow just <laughs> no pool um, mighty fine barn though and, and for some reason so we get a montage of them building this pool and during this montage um maggie can carry a circular saw yeah she, w- she wants to help out man but i don't know the, the pool's metal i don't know what you're using a circular saw for yeah but it's mag it's maggie though she she has yeah. no clue about power tools also, how can she care? Like, circular saws aren't the, the lightest things in the world. And she's a baby. Yeah. I mean, we know Maggie's kind of super baby. I mean, there's that an episode true. where she pulls she pulls Homer out of the ocean. So, yeah, I mean, I true. guess, you know, Maggie, and she shot a guy. I mean, come on. She she's shoot. not uh, But that was an accident, though. But that was an accident, though. Nah. <laughs> Oh, she pulls the trigger, man. I just broke that episode <laughs> down. She pulls the trigger. She did it. Oh, okay. Um, and so out of out of nowhere, an Amish guy comes out uh, to point out to Homer that it's a barn uh, that they built. Ah, <laughs> uh, it is a good barn. Uh, and like some Amish. And I love how when Homer responds, he goes, Doeth. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's a, another great detail. It's a great detail. Um and so now the next shot we get is now they have a pool uh, somehow. I don't know if they <laughs> tore the barn down and rebuilt it or they went back and like, you sold us a barn, barn we yeah. want a pool. <laughs> um, and so uh, Homer asks Lisa if it's a pool yet. She's like, yeah, yes, it is, Homer. And Homer's like, woohoo, because <laughs> they got a pool. Yep. Uh, I just like, how do you not know what a pool looks like, Homer? Okay, it's Homer. <laughs> Never mind. Bad question. Yeah, he's been through a lot. Come on. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, the doorbell rings and Marge is like, well, who could that be? Like, I don't know how it got out that the Simpsons got a pool. I mean, they do live in a small town, so maybe, you know, word just travels. And we get the neighborhood children at the door and Jimbo goes, uh, hello, uh, Mrs. Uh, Bart, <laughs> is your pool ready yet? Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so this leads to the question. So, obviously, we growing up, we had a neighbor with a pool. Yes. Um, and it was amazing. I mean, we didn't yeah. need one because nope. our neighbor had one. Uh, yep. Warren, did you – I mean, obviously, Florida, almost like probably every house has a pool, right? 
or you you know you'd be surprised not really because people go to the beach oh yeah, um, yeah there's a beach <laughs> yeah there's a beach so when i you know i actually grew up in mississippi i i've only lived in florida for like a little over 10 years at this point okay okay and so as a kid we you know my family didn't have a lot of money but we actually did get a pool it's one of the few like luxuries Ooh. we had it is an above ground pool nothing fancy yeah. but man we spent so much time in that thing and it is true the neighborhood kids will come <laughs> over and say hey is it okay if we swim in your pool like it's a definite way to get people over to your house and it's a good way to make friends yeah, yeah totally well as we'll learn it's a good way to make friends but as when your pool goes <laughs> Or someone so else gets a better pool, so do, so do your friends. Uh, <laughs> so uh, so now we go outside, and all the kids are splashing around, having a good time. And Bart, you know, climbs up to the top of his treehouse to to yell down at the oh, kids. Oh, you, you forgot about the kids running through the house. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, there's kids running through the house, and Bart, uh, Bart's like, Bart. Do you know all these people? And Bart's like, yeah, they're all friends. And there's like like teenagers that like I don't think we ever really see in Springfield. Like we really get like shots of teenagers. And they walk by Marge and there's this kid sitting on the counter and they're like, hey Bart, hey Bart, hey Bart. And it's not Bart. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's gotta be kids from another neighborhood because one of those guys yeah. straight up says, Hello, Mrs. Cumberdale. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Oh my God. So now we go outside and Bart climbs up to yell down to the kids to yep. discuss the pool safety rules. Yeah. And then they all start to chant. Jump, uh, Bart. Jump, jump, Bart. Jump. And so Nelson calls up to Bart. Hey, Bart, your epidermis is showing. <laughs> it, it is. is? I, lo <laughs> I love this scene. I love because uh, I think I've used this before. And so now Bart, who is embarrassed, uh, he shifts around looking to see what's exposed. And as he's doing that, he falls off the treehouse. <laughs> Nelson turns to Kearney as Bart screams on his way to the ground. See, epidermis means your hair. And then and then we hear Bart slam to the ground. And Nelson continues, so technically it's true. That's what makes it so funny. You know Part what's funny about that, though? It's actually not true. That's not what an epidermis is. <laughs> no, is an epidermis the, is the outer layer. I just Googled it because I was okay. like, you know, I knew I knew from looking this up in the past that that's not yeah. actually what an epidermis is. Your epidermis is the outermost layer of skin on your body. So it's like it's the so layer of skin that that protects your body and keeps you hydrated. So Nelson's a dumbass too. He doesn't well, yeah. obviously he doesn't know what he's yeah. talking about. But, it but he's not. He's not. He wasn't technically he was wrong. wrong. He was wrong. <laughs> But also what he was saying was, you know, like true. Yeah, true. Bart's epidermis is showing because it's a skin. <laughs> and so uh, Nelson's like, pardon me for a moment. And he turns to Bart's unconscious body. Ha ha. <laughs> and Millhouse, Hey, Nelson, he's really hurt. I think he broke his leg. I said, ha ha. <laughs> oh, I love that. Your epidermis is showing. Love so it. good. So oh, good. man. Uh, so yeah, Bart, uh, Bart is, uh, really, really hurt. Um, and so I love, I love the fact. So I broke my wrist in eighth grade. My mom had to come get me from school and bring me to the hospital. I feel like an ambulance and what they're doing with Bart is a little over the top. Now, maybe they don't know how badly he's hurt. Well, he right. could have a concussion. I mean, he was knocked it's, cold out. I mean, uh, that I mean he true. fell out of a tree. Yeah. <laughs> so Bart is rushed into the hospital and he's like, he's like, they do the thing 
you know, when you see in like shows and hospital shows where like they push the person down the hall on the gurney and they're like trying to save their life. So this is kind of the scene. And so they're pushing him down the hallway. I do love how like Homer like has to run to catch up to them. <laughs> uh, that was a great little nugget. And so, but all they're doing is uh, wheeling him into the emergency room. Yeah. It's not even so, like usually like uh, ambulance to emergency room is one door, <laughs> not, yeah. not several doors. And usually yeah. if you're in an ambulance, they're rushing you in. They're bringing you into a room like by yourself. Right. They're not uh, taking you to the lobby. No, and so Bart is just left there in the gurney. All right, so who else is broke? So, Robert, you broke your arm. I broke my ring finger falling down the stairs while holding cereal and coffee because my Deadpool (laughs) slippers didn't want to act right. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I remember that. I remember you. Yeah, Warren, what what have you broken? So, guys, I'm going to knock on wood, but I have never broken a bone. I, I have... I've, you know, sprained my wrist playing basketball. I've like, you know, injured myself, but I have never actually broken a bone. So I'll uh, tell you that I'll tell you this much. My broken bone wasn't a full break. It was a hairline fracture. Mm. That hurts a lot more than if you actually break it clean. I I I think if I ever did break something, um I, I like I don't have like a you know a weak stomach or anything, but yeah. I would have a really hard time um depending on how severe the break is i would have a hard time not being very disturbed by the fact that part of my body is flailing i think i would really struggle with that yeah Um, see i see i hadn't broke a bone in my body either and i was an insane snowboarder did double blacks out in colorado i did some dumb shit like went off big air jumps (laughs) like it it's actually quite amazing i had never broken a bone well you did you did uh hurt your head and started bleeding from your head when you were in high school yeah but that's not a broken bone not you even broke a broken... your scalp. You started that's... bleeding. Yeah, but that's just skin. That's that's skin. That's not uh, bone. It's fair. Yeah, that's, that's just my. That's just the part that protects my brain. That's exactly. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. So now they bring uh, Bart to Doctor Hibbert, who have they've done the X-ray on the broken bone, um, and Doctor Hibbert's like, "I'm sorry. That's le- that that leg's gonna have to come off." Bart and Homer gasp. <laughs> did I say leg? I meant that wet bathing suit. I'm afraid you'll need a, a cast on that broken bone. Bart's like, oh, I'm going to miss the whole summer. Homer Homer uh, goes, oh, don't worry, boy. When you get a job like me, you'll miss every summer. God, is that not the truth or what? So true. So true. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, getting an X-ray and it's a it's a little scary when you're uh, a kid because you know you don't really kind I mean you kind of know what's going on but like it's it sucks man it's... yeah so I don't know what I don't know what came first but this scene after watching this and Bart you know missing out on summer kind of yeah. remind I just recently watched Rookie of the Year. Oh, and you know, where, uh, Rowan Gardner breaks his arm and basically has to spend the entire summer in a cast kind of remind, I don't know which came first in the lineup of that movie versus, uh, this episode of the Simpsons or, or it was really, really close, but had a, had reminded me of that. I will say when I, when I broke my wrist, I had to miss. So our middle school used to do, uh, cave trips. I don't know if they still do. Uh, and I hadn't missed the cave trip that year because I broke my wrist. I was very upset. Yeah. 
So I feel Bart's I feel Bart's anguish. Um, also, while he's sitting on the the, the doctor's table, um, I don't know if it was just because of the animation or you know the way Bart was sitting. I don't know how you would sit with a broken leg. I feel like he might be in a wheelchair. Also, he didn't have a boot on because normally, like, I feel like they would put something on if you have a broken leg. But, like, him sitting there didn't seem like he had a broken leg. Well, I know when he fell out of the tree, it was twisted. Maybe they reset yeah. it. I don't know. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know how broken legs work. Um, I definitely <laughs> had when I... <laughs> I've never broken a leg, so I don't know how that works. But when I broke my wrist, like, you could definitely tell because there was a lot of swelling. Yeah. So I feel like maybe they would have, like, a bump coming out of his leg or whatever to, to show swelling. But, yeah. Um, so now we go back to the Simpsons house where... Lisa is talking to some of the kids in the pool and uh, Sherry and Terry tell Lisa, like, isn't it amazing that the same day you guys got a pool was the same day we all thought you were cool. <laughs> God, the neighbor, the kids are so cruel. Well, it's Lisa. Yeah. She used to, I mean, she's the nerd of the, of all the group. Yeah. I mean, you get a pool, you become cool. That's, Nice Usually how it goes. Yeah, nice thanks. Run. Well, they, they, they said the quiet part out loud. They didn't have <laughs> yes. to tell her that. You know, <laughs> no, come on, no, Sherry and Terry. Yeah, you guys are more clever than that. Uh, so Lisa sees Bart sitting by the pool, and she's like, well, maybe I should go uh, join Bart so he doesn't feel bad, which is what prompted Sherry and Terry to tell her that she's cool now. Yeah. And uh, Bart's, you know, sad sitting by the pool, and all the kids kind of, like, sneak past him, which, Why? I mean, maybe they feel bad for Bart, but then Milhouse, uh, and so, uh, and he's just like, hey guys, come sign my cast. Yeah, sign my cast. And, and nobody wants to sign his cast. I thought Bart was a popular kid. Like, yeah, he broke his leg and he can't join him in the pool, but like, you can I mean, still I, interact with him. He I doesn't guess, have leprosy. I mean, I know like a lot of my friends in school that have always broken, but I mean, everyone signs your cast. I mean, it's Hell kind yeah. of the, it's kind of the cool thing to do really. Oh yeah. I had a crap ton of kids sign my cast. Yeah. I, you know, I always took this, I always took this scene as them. Like, it's not so much that they don't like Bart it's that they are so enamored with this pool because apparently, <laughs> apparently they, no one has a pool because that's why they yeah. lost their ship for the pool mobile. So yeah. apparently they are just like, Oh yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, it's yeah. like, it's like when you ask Homer for money and he's distracted, like, <laughs> I, I guess they're just like, who cares about anything other than this pool? Yeah, but okay. no, that is a good like point. Yeah. And so Milhouse tries to sneak past Bart and Bart, you know, catches him. He's like, Hey Milhouse, sign my cast. And, uh, you know, tries to keep Milhouse by his side and, you know, Milhouse literally keeps like looking at the pool and <laughs> yeah, okay. I was like, it's like, I think I left my glasses in the pool <laughs> and Bart points out, you're wearing your glasses as Milhouse is writing mill pool on his, on his cast and runs away. <laughs> this has got to be one of the jokes from the Simpsons that I think is most universal. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think this is like, you know. I would say your average Simpsons fan, let's say someone that yeah. likes the show, but isn't like a die hard fan. I yeah. think if there is one sort of obscure joke that they get or, or no, it's this one. It's one yeah. of the ones that, and it seems to be also a Millhouse thing, like Millpool and thrill house are like the two, <laughs> the two things that, you know, a universal Simpsons fan would get. And they're yeah. both Millhouse. <laughs> so strange. I've said yeah. this multiple times. I, you know, I don't want to beat a. I don't want to. I don't want to beat the drum here that I don't like Milhouse because that's not true. Yeah. I do think out of all the popular characters from the show, 
He is one of my least favorite. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get much screen. I mean, the funny thing is he doesn't get much in the way of screen time. It's, I mean, it's usually an inner, it's just a single interaction. That's what it always yeah. seems like with Millhouse. Aside from the radioactive man episode where he becomes, you know, fallout boy, there's really not much in the way of Millhouse. Well, there was also the episode where, uh, Mil- uh, they got, was it bone storm? Was yeah. it there, there was the yeah. video game episode where uh, Luann and Kirk didn't want Bart and Milhouse to be friends? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess there's a few, but, I mean, there's yeah. not much. Milhouse is really just that random side character that Bart talks to every once in a while, even though they're supposed yeah. to be best friends. Yeah, yeah. And, and Radioactive Man is a great example because that is my favorite Milhouse story because he has some, you know, some actual depth in yeah. that episode. I feel like in general... He's just the kid. It's like, oh, that's right. He'll do anything Bart says, and he's mm-hmm. obsessed with Lisa. Yep, um, yeah, yeah. I like seeing – I would love – you know, and there are a lot of Milhouse stories, but I like episodes where he actually gets to – you know, you see other sides of him. I don't think we get yeah. that enough, which is why I say that. Yep. Okay. So uh, Lisa sees how sad Bart, you know, looks, and she think, uh, thinks she should hang out with him instead. And we see all the other kids, you know, trying to impress Lisa, and she's like, eh, I'll stay in the pool. Yeah. Eh, he's just my brother. Eh, what yeah. has he ever? What has he ever done for me? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and so Bart's brain is like, well, it looks like it's just you and me, Barty boy. And Bart's like, oh great, I get to spend the summer with my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Which, as as we go, as we progress through this episode, is probably not a good idea. Nope. No. So uh, just as Bart, you know, rationalizes that the pool is no more fun than being in a bathtub with a garbage bag taped around your cast. Which, yeah, it's, I mean, couldn't he do that in the pool? Like, sit on, like, a floaty or something? and still... Well, with a leg cast, I mean, he could. I would advise against it. See, I don't know what happens if you get the cast wet, like, soaking wet. Like, I never did that when I broke my... Well, like, feel, isn't, like, a cast, like, just, like, a paper, like, a paper. really thick paper mache material? It is. So getting that wet would be bad, but that's why you wrap it in a garbage bag when you take okay. a shower or take a bath. Which so, is what I did. Yeah, but I'm thinking if you're just on like a inner tube or a you know floaty mat, you're not really getting it wet. I mean, in case yeah. maybe kids splash it. Yeah, as yeah. I say, I can't trust those other kids. They're definitely right. gonna they're gonna knock him over. You know, yeah. Nelson's gonna dunk him or something. It's you know he's he can't go in there. Yep. No. And so he sees the neighborhood kids performing a synchronized Busby Berkeley style number with Lisa in the center, uh, a la Esther Williams. Yeah, the synchron. I love the. I love this scene. It's great. Yep. And then, uh, you know, I like how Homer at the end enters the circle of kids with a beer fountain coming out of his mouth. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if the kids would allow most parents into a pool if they're having a party, but it's Homer. Homer's allowed to do whatever he wants. Yeah. Homer wouldn't listen anyway, so he's getting it. Yep. And so obviously this angers Bart. He closes the window shade and calls everyone traitors. (laughs) I can have fun by myself. And so he turns on Itchy and Scratchy. Um, this episode, Planet of the Eight, what, H's? H? Aches. 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 Planet uh, of the Aches. Which Planet is of a, the Apes. Obviously a... Uh, Rip on a, Planet uh, of the Apes, yeah. By, by the way, uh, the title of this episode, Bart of Darkness, is also a parody of the book. Well, not not the actual episode, but the, the title is a parody of the, a book called Heart of Darkness, which I was supposed to read my senior year in AP English. I read like the first chapter and that was about it. Oh, nice. 
Well, yeah. that, that's what's funny, too, and I will say about my name being Bart of Darkness is it's not even, like, a good name for an episode. <laughs> like, that's, like most most Simpsons episode titles are actually not great. No, uh, they're not. And so, no. so I don't know why I was like, oh, it's got to be a Simpsons you know, episode title, <laughs> but the fact that I landed on this one, but you got to admit, it just looks nice typed out. Yeah, it does. I don't but, know why, I mean, it just does. But he does, but Bart does kind of spiral into this darkness he does, and I'm sure that's where they live. It's just episode <laughs> titles are hard anyway, but some of them yeah. are very funny, and this one just doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's no. good. Yep. So uh, we see Itchy barricades Scratchy behind a brick wall of a dungeon. Then 3,000 years later, because cats live forever, Yes. Um, futuristic uh, you know, tools rip out the bricks, and uh, a man's emaciated. Uh, emaciated elderly Scratchy is led away. His, uh, you know, the, all the other itchies in the world, you know, with big pulsing, you know, brains um, and water thin bodies and telekinetic powers. They groom Scratchy, bathe him, put him in a white robe, lead him to a Roman style coliseum. <laughs> I feel like in the future things would be, you know, more robust. But uh, yeah, well, this is a, an apocalyptic scenario, probably. Yeah. Maybe. Well, when it know. when itchy ta- itchies take over. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Um, in the future, get. Uh, futuristic itchies fill uh, the stands like they're all the same. And suddenly all the itchies brains pulse and destructive tools, knives, axes, you know, uh, ninja stars fly at Scratchy, slicing him into pieces. And he falls into a pile of bloody goo. And everyone applauds. I've never felt worse for Scratchy. This this (laughs) is like the one that makes me so sad because when they open up the wall, he's so scared. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they're being so nice to him and he's so relieved. He's been through so much. And then it's like, no, fuck him. He's gone. Yeah. Yep. So sad. Well, there there is the one episode where Scratchy finally gets itchy, but we don't get to see it because the the, the TV goes out. They're never going to let him show that again. Nope. Nope. Uh, so, uh, Krusty comes back onto TV to tell everyone, Hey, I'm taking the rest of the summer off, which is kind of true. I mean, most shows go on a summer hiatus. Yep. Um, and so we're getting to that point right now. Yeah. And so they're going to be showing classic Krusty's, (laughs) uh, to much to Krusty's jargon because Apparently he has no control over what episodes they show while he's. Well, no, he's just the host. But what's funny about any, so like when Conan or. Uh, Leno or any of the night show hosts go on their hiatus. They always show episodes from the previous, you know, quote unquote season of shows. They yeah. don't go back, to, you know, twenty years and yeah, they're not start- they're not starting from the top. They're like, all right, no. well, we're going on a break, so here's fifty years ago. Exactly. Most most <laughs> uh, sh- most shows don't do that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the first episode of Classic Krusty is the uh, February sixth, nineteen sixty one. Features a discussion on collective bargaining <laughs> agreements with the AFL-CIO Chairman George Meany. <laughs> oh, a, what was he thinking? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so now we get Homer up early to use the pool because there's nothing better than going swimming yeah. right away in the morning. Now, my question is, now, obviously, it's a hot summer. I get that. Yes. Some days are hot. Some days are cool. Some days are rainy. I mean, now that you got a pool, I guess you'll want to jump in every day, but... I feel like there's just no slowing down in this pool. It's just, you know, 100 degree days for the rest of summer. <laughs> um, but uh, he jumps in and obviously they've never chlorinated the pool like they uh, should have. Yep. And Homer <laughs> was like, the blob monster's got me. Keep away. 
And, uh, you know, Lisa tells Homer, you got to put chlorine in the pool every day to keep the pool clean. Now, I don't know if it's, I mean, Warren, you probably know better because you, you owned a pool, <laughs> but I don't think you need to put chlorine in it every day. I don't think it's every day. I think it's more like every week, but also okay. has any, have, have either of you ever been in a pool with too much chlorine in it? Yes. That is a real thing. No. And you yep. definitely you can definitely feel it when there's too much. It's a little it's yeah. not as bad as we see here. But yeah. like you can tell like if you if you're in a pool with too much chlorine and you open your eyes underwater, you can definitely yep. tell it's not oh, just yeah. water. Oh, so yeah. so this just happened to me out in California. So I okay, I did a dumb thing. I went swimming in a pool with my contacts and Shocking so, that, so that was kind of, that was kind of dumb in of itself. But yes, I opened my waters underneath the pool, got instant like instant burning, like instant. Yeah. So I ran up, took my contacts out, um, and then went back into the pool. Still, same thing. Every time I went under the water, it was, yeah, it was, it was definitely. Well, then it was over chlorinated because yep. I, I went. I, I mean, I wore contacts for a while and I swam with my contacts and never really had that yeah. issue. So no, it was definitely over chlorinated. And, and for like the next week, my eyes, my eyes were tearing up. They were kind of burning still. I called my optometrist because I'm like, what do I do? They're like, no, just get some lubricating drops. Don't put contacts in. Keep your eyes, you know, nice and clean. And and then, you know, four days later, I finally was able to put my contacts back in. But, yeah, over, over chlorinating pools, yeah, it it is not fun on the eyes. Yeah, I think that, I think someone asked, like, oh, did you put chlorine in the pool yet? And the guy had already done it, had left for the day or something. They must have hit, uh, hit it twice. Jeez. <laughs> And so Homer, you know, obviously overchlorinated the pool and uh, the eyes, the kids' eyes start burning. Millhouse uh, instantly develops bleached skin and hair. <laughs> oh, um, Ralph is, uh, my face is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ralph. Which, I mean, to be fair, uh, not a dumb thing to say. No, no, his face was definitely on fire. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, Marge and Lisa are watching all of this unfold. And, you know, she does her grunt uh, and uh, she turns around to see Bart and uh, she's like, hey, Lisa, wave to your brother. And so they, they waved to Bart. Uh, but Bart just, you know, shuts his window shade because he doesn't want to be bothered. He's kind of going insane a little bit because he's isolated. And uh, and Bart suggests uh, to spend more time with Bart because, as I just mentioned, He's become isolated and, and weird. weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is he doing that's so weird? Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Okay, right here, this right. next this yeah. next scene. This <laughs> is exactly what he's doing that's weird. <laughs> so Bart is playing a game called Stratego. And if uh, if you guys have never played it, it's actually I love, a really I fun I love game. Stratego. Stratego is great. great. And he's using uh, the pieces as action figures. And he says, I swear, I don't know where the bombs are. Only <laughs> the miners know that. Uh, and in the rules of Stratego, the miners can defuse the bombs. Yep. So they don't know where they are, but if you come across a bomb with a miner, they get to defuse the bomb. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. That was really, I love that because he's gone insane. Now, have any of you played, <laughs> now, have any of you played board games by yourself and made up your own rules like Monopoly, Stratego? Maybe when I was a kid, I don't <laughs> kid. recall anything specific. I, you yeah. know, I would commonly as a kid, if I got really bored, pull out a board game and just sort of mess around with the, if it was a game that had like cool pieces or something, mm. I might just like sort of mess with it, but not really play it. But then I would probably just look for someone to play it with me. Yeah. I think so. me and me and Robert, we did that. Remember at our grandma's house, we had that teenage Mutant Ninja turtles, like pizza game that we had no clue how to play. Cause there was no oh, rules. Yeah. And, I don't remember this. Okay. So yeah, in our, in our <laughs> grandparents' basement, they had this and we just kind of just 
made up her own rules because there was literally no rules in the box. It was just the board, piece of discs, and the characters. Like that was that was literally yeah, it. I I don't remember this at all. Oh. I mean, I'm sure it happened. I just don't remember it. <laughs> uh, I have a terrible memory. So Lisa, you know, decides to check on Bart. And as she's about to turn the light on, because it's, you know, he's got the window shade pulled. He's got the lights off. Um, it's it's dark in his room. And Bart yells at Lisa not to turn on the light. And uh, Lisa, you know, she's like, okay, all right, I'm not going to turn on the light on. And she grabs a piece of paper and she discovers that Bart is writing a play. <laughs> um, all right. More power to Bart. Um, and uh, Lisa starts to read the play. But Bart, you know, is like, no, that's mine. And he snatches it out of her hands and puts it in his nightstand. Now, the weird thing is yeah. about this uh, scene is Bart puts it in the nightstand. We hear the sound effect of the drawer closing. But when the drawer is shown, it is still open. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting animation mistake. I also yeah. want to say, though, uh, that the way this scene is, you know, like the lighting of this scene, yeah. that's kind of hard to do, I'm sure, because you're having yeah. to paint these layers of color. It is one of my favorite looking scenes in the entire yeah. show because I like yeah. seeing Bart. You know, he's wearing like a different his clothes look a different color. It's this really yeah. cool blue. I don't know. I think it's a really great looking scene, but it is weird with the drawer. Maybe it's almost like they. It's like they used a piece of animation from before. He shut the drawer. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of well, it's kind of like this is the first sound one. Remember during the opening credits of that one episode where Homer screams. Oh yeah, but he but, doesn't yell but he, doe. But he doesn't yell doe when Marge is trying to run him over. Like you yeah. see Homer's face scream, but there's but you no don't hear sound it. of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Normally with the Simpsons, they're really good with their sound. Not not necessarily the well. I mean with the uh, the I mean. The first like seven seasons, the animator, you know, the animations kind of blend a little bit, not as well as they probably do in the newer episodes. Yeah. Um, Once you go digital, man, there's no, yeah. there's no, there's no choice. I mean, if you well, make... <laughs> this is what I will say about this scene. And I, I, I actually, I, I want to watch it again and pay attention to that. Cause it's never really stood out to me. My just my explanation for it off the cuff would be maybe he tried to shut the drawer, but he has something stuck in there, so it didn't actually shut, but still made a noise. That is okay. You know, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna say Bart. Bart doesn't keep a clean. He doesn't well, keep a clean drawer, so he's got to have something wedged back. There. Well, there well, you you've, we've all seen his. We've all seen his bedroom. Right. Yeah. Come on. So, uh, so then Bart asks Lisa, you know, how's it being popular? And Lisa's like, oh, you know, it's okay being humble about it. And then she pauses. It's the best thing that has ever happened. <laughs> and as a kid, yeah, you want to be liked by your, your fellow kids and you want to be popular. And, you know, I think that's just human nature. It's somewhat in human nature to be wanted by other people. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's okay to be popular, but Lisa's never been popular. So, of course, <laughs> yeah. for her... This is the best thing ever. I mean, as, so, some, as someone who's always been cool, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. So uh, Lisa decides, uh, you know, she wants to bring Bart uh, a gift. Uh, and it's a telescope that she won at an optics festival. Whatever the hell an optics festival is. How come is. I wasn't told about this optics yeah, festival? Yeah, Bart is like, Bart is like, what are you, an optics festival? I wasn't informed. And he kicks Lisa out of his room. Like Bart would go to an opt. What is an optics festival? Um, is it like just glasses, like glasses, you know, telescopes, 
uh, magnifying glass, anything that has to do with lenses. I bet that's it's anything weird, that has to do with lenses. That's a weird kind of festival. Man, there are festivals for literally anything. I don't know You're if you guys wrong. watch uh, How To With John Wilson, but no. he finds a convention about conventions. <laughs> so, I mean, there are there is some wild there is a a niche meeting place for literally anything. I bet oh. there's like a I bet there's a festival I there's got to be a festival like specifically about carrots. You know what I mean? There's got yeah. so so there's probably an optics festival, you yeah. know? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um and so Bart pulls out a, a mad magazine and uh, he turns to an article that is called The Lighter Side of Hippies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I don't think uh, Eric Cartman would enjoy that article. Nope. No, no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> and so uh, now now we got cut outside. It's nighttime. Uh, Homer and Marge are skinny dipping. And uh, Marge is like, oh, this was a lovely idea, homie. Come here and kiss me. <laughs> and uh, so now uh, I, we hear a helicopter whirring. And a searchlight, you know, gets a spotlight on the Simpsons as they're skinny dipping. And they both scream and, you know, try to cover up because, you know, helicopter. Uh, and it's uh, Wiggum abusing his powers uh, using the Springfield uh, police helicopter. And Wiggum, through a megaphone because it's a helicopter and it's loud, uh, do not be alarmed. Continue swimming naked. Aw, come on. Continue. Come on. I, I, I love that Wiggum really wanted to see, of all people, he wanted to see Homer have sex with his wife in a movie. Yeah. Uh, all right, Lou, open fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, I love that so much. It's so great. I don't see, I, I, I don't see why, uh, of all the people in Springfield, I mean, I, who else? I, 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 Maude and Ned? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, if I, if, if, if I had to watch somebody, it's probably going to be Maude and Ned. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that'd be the most interesting of them all. Well, as we're, as we're going to learn, uh, Homer has a thing for Maude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, it, you know, it, that's the scene there. Oh, yeah, it, it's a great scene. Um, so Bart, you know, decides to use his telescope and he's looking out in the vast sky and Apparently, this telescope is powerful enough to actually like look into space. Oh, we saw we saw King and Kodo's ship, I think, fly by. That is a very real possibility. I might have missed that. Oh, we and did. There was a spaceship flying by in space. There is okay. And so I love how Bart's like, "Eh, the universe is so boring. I'm going <laughs> to use it to, to spy on the town instead." I mean, With... okay, you had I had a telescope growing up. I don't think yes, I looked did. in the I didn't look in the sky too often. I just wanted to see what my neighbors were up to. And so this is the this is the part of the episode where we kind of go into uh, uh, the similarities with Alfred Hitchcock's uh, Rear Window. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, which is this back half is a lot of it's pulled from that movie. Um, and so uh, Bart's uh, his first spying attempt is to look at the elementary school um, <laughs> where we see Skinner is just sharpening pencils which why i don't know why skinner would i mean maybe he's avoiding his mother yeah be the only thing i'm like i'm sure uh agnes would want uh skinner at home after you know dark yeah plus isn't the you know if this is summer skinner wouldn't be at the school well skinner is a maniac and he <laughs> also he probably you know he loves being at school so much that he's like okay i'm just gonna spend every day getting <laughs> slowly prepared for when school comes back 
<laughs> there you go. Uh, Sharpen so, some pencils, clean some erasers, you know. Yeah. And so the next person Bart decides to spy on is Dr. Hibbert, who is, uh, he's exercising. Good for him. Uh, and uh, in the wall of Dr. Hibbert's workout room, uh, we see, uh, you know, family portraits and, fr- you know, picture frames. And it's a white, f- they're white, like the people, like there's no faces or anything, but they're white. Okay. Which I thought was weird. Oh, I guess I didn't notice that. Yeah. So is that... Is, oh, because is... Dr. Hibbert's black. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So maybe they're like friends of his or... Yeah. You know, that that never occurred to me. And I'm, I'm sort yeah. of like, you can't see me right now, but I'm sort of making a face of like, weird that I've never noticed that. I got I got to... That just never... It never stuck out to me. Maybe they, maybe they just forgot to color them. Yeah, uh, it's or probably, maybe or maybe he's at a gym. I don't, you know, that never occurred to me. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a house, like a room in a house. So, yeah, because he's uh, watching TV. Well, I mean, I guess yeah. yeah, he's watching TV. So I'm literally gonna look this up on Frankiac while you guys continue talking. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so the next person that Bart spies on is Jimmy Stewart, <laughs> uh, who is also spying on the town, and the pictures on the wall of Jimmy Stewart's room feature a race car wreck and a plane, which are the same ones in uh, Hitchcock's rear window. Uh, so that's kind of a neat pull. Now, so, something that I was thinking about, I thought this was weird. Okay, so Jimmy Stewart can obviously see Bart, Yes, you know, looking at him. Yes. And I was almost wondering if Jimmy Stewart lives in the future uh, Bush's house, George Bush's house, oh, in the maybe. future Jimmy Carter's house. Cause it seems like that house is meant for celebrities and, and yeah. other, other guests. So yeah. I wonder if that's the house Bart's looking at and Jimmy Stewart just happens to live in that house. Maybe. And, uh, Jimmy Stewart, as we see later on also has a broken leg. Yep. Yeah, he uh, does. Yo, I just want to say uh, about the Dr. Hibbert thing. And I mean, yes. I forgot that he was in, I forget that he was watching like a TV. So he's clearly yes. in his own house. I think honestly, because their faces are so small and out of yeah. detail, that they were afraid if they colored them any darker, that they would just sort of blend in with the background. Yeah. Okay. I think maybe they just thought it was too, you know, unimportant to color them. I don't know, yeah. or they just forgot to color them. That's my see, explanation. See, see, we're we're we dig deep on the Simpsons. Yeah. We we go deep. If you yeah. don't color shit in, we're getting you. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna notice you. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, Bart's like, ah, nothing's gonna happen. And he starts to put this telescope away. Hey, Ma, the sinister looking kid is looking at me. (laughs) Oh God, that's hilarious. (laughs) And, uh, so as soon as Bart puts his telescope away, um, he hears someone scream in the distance. Yep. And the scream is coming from Flanders house and he starts Mm. to put the telescope back together, but he stops it's like, ah, I really didn't hear anything. And then he hears another scream. And, yep. you know, Bart spies, you know, on Ned through the window. He's all just stressed. And he's confessing to killing her, quote unquote, yep. and closes the window shade. And oh, <laughs> Ned, what have you done? You know, and Bart's like, this can't be what it looks like. There's <laughs> got to be some other explanation. And Flanner's like, I wish there was some other explanation for this. But there isn't. I'm a murderer. I'm a murderer. And Bart's like, then that's not the real Ned Flanders. I'm a murdiddly earner. <laughs> if that's not Ned, if that's not Flanders, he's done. He's his done homework. his homework. So before be, now, before all that kind of happened, though, is Bart decided to turn on the TV 
And we get more classic crusty. Yeah, some guy playing the like Indian guitar yeah. thing. And uh and Bart is actually woken up and because Bart falls asleep because it's classic crusty. Yep. He's woken up by the sound of Ned digging and then the whole, you know, Bart saying he i can't believe what i'm seeing kind of well thing. and i also want to say like is this scene is so funny because you know it, it's like the classic unrealistic television thing where yes. everything ned says is a direct response to what bart is saying to himself yep. and yeah. that is just such a funny back and forth of like yeah. oh well that can't really be ned you know <laughs> it's just it's just such a great scene this episode yeah. you know we talked about how it doesn't really feel like any other Simpsons episode, not only yeah. that, but like it moves so quickly and so much happens that it almost oh, yeah. doesn't feel like it's in the same world as 99% of the episodes. <laughs> yeah, so it's really I, strange. I, and, and obviously you've mentioned this on your podcast, Warren, and we've kind of talked about it. This season's like once season six hits and season five was great. Don't, I'm not going to say anything oh, yeah. bad oh, yeah, about was season a great, five. Great season. But once season six hits, it just seems like every episode back to back to back just is amazing all the way through like season 10 and you know and onward I, it, but it i i think it's because and this is my theory on that david merkin came in at season five and he was you know new to this kind of space he, he worked in comedy but he had never worked in animation so this was like a totally new space for him it was almost like doomed to fail in that in a lot of ways because of that but i think by the time they got to six and they realized that five did work they just dug into that same thing because in a lot of ways a season like five i think normally some of the premises are a little too out there for what was on television especially animated television so the fact that it worked they were like well shit, let's just keep it going i think they really figured it out even more so from five in six yeah uh, and i think six you know just all killer no filler like yep, not yeah. a single oh, yeah. misstep in the whole in the whole season yep absolutely and so, uh, um, you know, the next day, Bart's spying, spying on Flanders again, and Ron and Todd are asking him, uh, where, where's mom? And Ned tells them, oh, she had to go away. She's with God now. <laughs> and the boys cheer, like, absolutely, yes, yes, I killed your mother. And uh, he asks if they can go there, too, and Ned's like, soon enough. <laughs> so, I mean, in retrospect, was was Ned telling the kids that they can go to Bible study camp too? I'm assuming. Yeah. That yeah. Be- Way but to ruin feels, the end of feels, the episode. <laughs> but it feels so dark. Like, it does. Uh, yeah. you, just them being like, Daddy, where's Mommy? We miss her. It's like, yeah. you know, it just sounds like he's going to kill his children. Well, yes. I know. It's like, why wouldn't they already know where she went? She just didn't leave in the middle of the night. Yeah, but, that is kind of odd. <laughs> um, but Bart's like, he's going to kill Rod and Todd too. That's horrible. In principle, principle. (laughs) (laughs) maybe, maybe, maybe they're just that dumb. I mean, maybe Maybe. uh, honestly though, let's remember Rod and Ty go to bed at like seven o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. They go to bed when other kids are still playing outside. So maybe she left after they went to bed (laughs) (laughs) a reasonable time to leave. I feel like, but I feel like Ned and Maude would tell the kids, Oh, you know, mommy's going to go away for a week to Bible camp. Yeah. Like, I feel like that, like, just be like, I mean, it's possible they, you know, Ned told him she was going to leave, 
and they forgot. I, I and, think I think they would beg to go if they knew. Oh, yeah, they had to, too. Yeah, she had to sneak. They had, she had to sneak out, or they would just you know they wouldn't let her go. <laughs> yep. And yeah. so Lisa's floating in the pool, and Nelson gives her some change that he found, and Ralph comes up. Someone stole my juice money. <laughs> <laughs> Why is uh, Ralph, juice money? <laughs> Why juice does money. Ralph even have coins in the pool? Because he's Ralph. Yeah, we know why. Uh, yeah. We know yeah. why. And so the kids, you know, crowned around Lisa. And, you know, she's obviously, she's ready to rock and roll. She's, you know, um, yeah. she's in on it. And an English boy comes up. Lisa, please join my family for a weekend in the country. They'll be hunting, charades, and ever so many delightful romantic misunderstandings. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lisa's brain, they're only using you for your pool, you know. Shut up, Rain. I've got friends now. I don't need you anymore. <laughs> oh, Lisa, falling into the dreaded uh, trap. Yep. This, this Lisa, this like boy crazy Lisa right here is actually one of my favorite things that you don't see from her enough. I no, love her just kind of uh, be like, <laughs> let's go to, yeah, let's go to your house. You like know. that, I think that's a funny layer to her. Well, it's yes. funny. We mentioned in the first five seasons where Lisa just has almost no identity she's either she's either eight-year-old lisa being an absolute kid like we've seen that from her and then we see eight-year-old lisa being more of that grown-up and i just don't think it was used correctly in those first five seasons because they always flip-flopped it and i'm like lisa you're smart why are you acting like that but then you have to realize yes she is an eight-year-old kid Yeah. yeah and i think once again season six on you actually have more of a lisa identity where yes she's an eight-year-old kid yes she's smart and they mix it well together 100 percent um and so we find out martin got his own pool and yeah that pool definitely looks way better than the simpsons one it's got a you know volleyball court it's wood you know it's got a deck on it and he'll soon be the queen of summertime King. Uh, King. Uh, King. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love how the pool, like, because he's got, like, people installing the pool for him, and they just kind of look at him side-eye. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, okay, kid. And then Jimbo, Kearney, and Dolph, you know, hear that an even wussier kid than Lisa has a pool, and all the kids leave. Just No, I, you know, it's possible some of the kids stay. Now, obviously, Lisa isn't the most popular kid. But I feel like some of the kids might have stayed. Nah, they all jump ship. They, someone should have gone and canvassed the new pool and then came <laughs> yeah. back and reported because for all they know, they all run over there and it sucks. Now, granted, it doesn't because yeah. it's Martin we're talking about. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, somebody should have stuck behind. And Martin's, Martin's parents are like doctors or something, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, they definitely have money. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't already have a pool. Yeah, that too. <laughs> well, we also, you know, we're talking about Modern Simpsons a little bit. We also just learned that he has an older brother. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. Which I, do, I had that, but those are some of the small bits about the newer seasons that almost irk me. I'm like, come on, 33 years <laughs> in and you couldn't have just even hinted once at that? I mean, but... I, I don't think they ever hinted that he didn't have a brother, I, but but I don't know. But also at this point, I will say, and this again, everyone knows me for this. I'm sure there's well, people yeah. rolling their eyes, but why not? Yeah, no, no, I get it, but it's just some of those small tweaks that I'm like, okay. Well, the yeah. one tweak, the one tweak in the newer seasons that really irks me was the Homer flashback where he was in the '90s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, you look. I don't love that either. Uh, I could sit here and talk for four hours yeah. about that, but <laughs> but 
I think at a certain point they just they had to do something different. So I'll I'm willing to let them slide. I I tell people to think of the Simpsons as Groundhog Day. Yeah. Yes, there's fair. continuity sometimes, but for the most part, every episode is like its own little contained thing. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, yeah. it's it's tough sometimes to accept that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, after the kids leave, we see the water level in the pool decrease as Lisa leaves. You know, stranded at the bottom. Now, yeah. okay, yes. Wait, if anyone knows about anything about weight, when you add things to a pool, water rises. When you take things away, water decreases. Unfortunately, not, was... at, not at the rate as the Simpsons pool no. did. No, no. <laughs> there, would, there would even be water left over. There was, like, bare bones at the bottom of the yeah. pool. Like, it, the water was just gone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I like it. I mean, Lisa, yeah. I mean, look, you could have decreased the water by half, and I th- would have still, still thought it would have been hilarious. Yeah. Because right. she still would have been trapped in the pool either way. I mean, it's but, just, you know, it's just the visual gag of, okay, everybody's gone now. and Yep. And Lisa's stuck at the bottom of the pool. It's like, oh, I got to figure a way out of here. Look who's come crawling back. That, that would be her brain talking <laughs> yes. to her. Yes. Yeah. Lisa. Man, I, I do think Bart's brain and Bart have a good relationship. Yeah. Homer's brain and Homer's brain have a smart, good relationship. Lisa, do they though? Kind well, of. Like, well, because it leaves from time to time. Yes. Plus. Yes. Now Lisa, Lisa, Lisa pissed off her brain, man. Yeah. She she pissed off her brain pretty badly. Um, and so Bart tries to convince now the family that Ned is a murderer because Maud is gone, yeah. and Homer asks, you know, why would Ned do that? Because Maud is a fox, <laughs> and Marge glares at Homer's like. What's on Fox tonight? Something Rabal, no doubt. So I had to look this up, and I also had to uh, watch this scene a couple times because I couldn't figure out what Homer was saying. Oh, come on, guys. You guys can't be that much younger than me. Ribald, come on. I've never. (laughs) (laughs) Not once have I ever heard that word used in a sentence. However, the word ribald refers to sexual matters in an amusingly coarse or irreverent way. I, I got to say, you know, it's not a common word anymore, no. but I'm surprised when someone hasn't heard it. However, Homer's read in this scene is one of my favorite jokes, if not my favorite joke in the oh, episode, yeah. because, you know, he just forgets who he's talking to for a minute. Like, oh, why? but why? She's such a fox. I mean, what's on Fox tonight? Something ribald, no doubt. And you can tell that he is so pleased with his cover up. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh and Fo- Fox was getting into like that 90210 type era, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's yeah, that's that sort of stuff Fox is known for now. <laughs> yeah. Um and uh March tells Bart that uh she wishes she could stop spreading bad, bad rumors and she reminds Bart how uh he got grandpa tarred and feathered. Well, yeah, that was 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I'm going to be, be the in the top for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as a walks by. <laughs> I want to I see that story. How did Bart get Abe tarred and feathered? I, I'm going to say right now, they, they, they've done this before on the show. If they made a yeah. new episode that was literally the other part of that story, yeah. Right now, I would love that. But there's oh, so, absolutely. dude, during like even season five, there were so many things that happened. I'm like, dude, I want that story. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I want, and, and you know what? Here, look, I'll put it into perspective. We all got, you know, the first set of Star Wars, we got the prequel yep. of Star Wars, we oh, got yeah. the new Star Wars. Ever since Disney Plus, we're getting stories within those original yeah. stories. Yeah. Why can't the Simpsons, like, look, look, Simpsons, <laughs> take a page out of your Star Wars. 
thing. <laughs> Let's get stories within stories. I mean, maybe, Mar- maybe they will. Maybe they will. Because yeah. they also, they tried to do that, like, follow-up to Camp Krusty. Yep. And, again, Simpsons, so many of you guys on the team, I love you. I've been, you know, honored <laughs> to speak to you and get to know you a little bit. But someone should have watched that episode a few times before they made that follow-up. There's just so many <laughs> glaring little little missteps. I'm just like, you know, you guys have access to the, the original yeah, to, right. to watch. Nope, uh, but nope, I would no love access. to see them. Yeah, I would love to see them dive deep and 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 pull out some side stories for us. From yep. uh, oh, I think that would be great. So you know, Lisa apologizes to Bart for ignoring him. Uh, she's like, but now that I'm unpopular again, I want to help. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and so Bart tells Lisa she can't. Uh, oh, she can. She can start helping him by sneaking into the Flanders house. Uh, and uh, he's like, oh, you can start right now because they see Ned and the boys, you know, leave the house. And Bart tells uh, Lisa, he's like, bring me some evidence and something sweet for later. Yeah. <laughs> so That's literally so that- me every time my wife goes anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and if you could, could you bring me a little something sweet for later? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Lisa's like, well, I'm there for you, Bart, but I'm not going to break into anybody's house. Yeah, I don't like. I, I'm always there for like friends and family, but I don't know if I would do something illegal for them. Look, Ned. Ned is as charming a gentleman as anyone. He obviously leaves his house unlocked for anyone yeah. to just wander yeah. into. I might it's, break into a house for someone, but I'm not breaking into someone's house that I think murdered his wife. Oh, we're, yeah, not, we're not doing that. I mean, we're not doing fair, that. I mean, to be fair, I've broken into somebody's house, but only because they asked me to because we were locked out. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Lisa, uh, so Bart's like, all right, all right, fine. I'm just going to read my, my play for you. And he starts, this is what I, I should have, should have written down how he started. Mrs. Like, is it St. <laughs> Swithing's day already? Why is tis, it? Tis and Helga. Why is Bart writing a British play of everything? He's <laughs> lost his mind, man. He's yeah. not. Yeah. He's yeah. lost it. Uh, so Lisa's like, all right, all right, I'll go. She'd rather break into Ned's house than listen to this play, which to be fair, I would do the same exact thing. Um, and so, you know, Bart through his telescope, watches Lisa sneak into the Flanders house and her first, you know, her first stop is the kitchen and she opens up the refrigerator where she finds, you know, a ball and on the ball is written human ahead. Which I don't know. I, I don't know any. I, I mean, maybe like serial killers who are also cannibals might label that shit. <laughs> um, but uh, but you know, she takes it out and it's got like some like the the foggy frost on it, and she wipes it away, and it's actually a Schumann Farms head of lettuce. Yep. Which is I. That's great. I love that. That's a great little blurb. But what, it's, man. it's a terrible joke, which is why it I'm, is. Yeah, I know. Love it's it awesome. so much. Uh, so you know, Bart. You know. Checks to see if anybody's coming, and sure enough, Ned comes home. Now, mind you, Ron and Todd aren't in the back seat when Ned comes home. Oh, true, true. So I want to know where he took them. I mean, I I wonder if they kind of made that seem like he killed the kids for but he, for the viewer, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I never I never really thought about that, but yeah. I mean, he must have taken them to like Grandma's house or something. Yeah. You know, like they're visiting somebody. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, Bart, uh, so, you know, he wants Lisa to get out now that he sees Ned is home. And, but Lisa, instead of leaving, cause she doesn't know Ned is back. She goes upstairs and Bart's like, oh shit, she's going to be trapped there. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, now Ned has an ax, 
why he has an axe, I I don't because he's know. gonna go put it away. Well, yeah, but we don't know that. <laughs> Not yet, but that's why he has it. Yeah. So well, well uh, we do we do know that Ned is ripped, so he must have yes. just been chopping some firewood or something. But why would you uh, need firewood? It's the middle of the summer. Who the hell exactly. knows? What to do? <laughs> yeah. So Bart's like, I'm gonna go help, and he like gets up, but he like because you know broken leg and all. He's like, ow. Oh. And so, all right, well, I'll call the cops. So he dials 911, and we get this pre-recording. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Springfield Police Department rescue phone. If you know the name of the felony being committed, press 1. <laughs> to choose from a list of felonies, press 2. If you are being murdered or are calling from a rotary phone, please stay on the line. <laughs> oh, my God, I love that. It's such a, it's such a Springfield Police thing to do. Well, it's, so, the, it's, it's the old movie phone. Yeah. Yeah. And so Bart, you know, hits a couple of numbers and uh, it's like, you chose regicide. <laughs> if you know the name of the king or queen being murdered, which, uh, and yes, regicide is the act of killing a king or queen. Uh, that's good. Uh, I would love to know how they landed on that as the, Ooh, as the joke. There, there uh, had to be a few options there. I'd love to see yeah. the, 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 oh, the runner, uh, the runner it's ups. A, it's a great option though. It's a great yeah. option. Um, and so, uh, you know, Bart is watching as you know Ned goes up the stairs. Bart's like, "Screw it, I'll save you, Lisa. Cast or no cast." And then he <laughs> probably steps into his trash can with his cast foot, <laughs> and uh, he's like, "He, you know, he's so committed to saving Lisa. He gets out of his room. Like, I'll save you, Lisa. House. Trash can or no trash can." <laughs> uh, and he, uh, you know. He like gets out of the house and he keeps, you know, he got, he gets ground, you know, the ground stuck to the trash can and he steps in a hose and Jimmy Stewart is watching all this happen. He's like, Oh no, this kid is coming to kill me. And he like, he like, like flips over in his wheelchair. <laughs> that sinister looking kid's coming to kill me. <laughs> oh, which, which that once again, I think that leads me to believe that he's in George Bush's new house yes. across the street. Yeah, that's the. Uh, I think that's the only thing that makes sense. That house never that, gets used. That it. does make sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And so now we cut back to Ned, who's still walking up the stairs. And now God, Nick, sing- that takes forever to get upstairs, man. Yeah, and and now he's singing "Mary Had a Little Lamb," <laughs> but in a sinister tone, <laughs> or like in a soft tone that makes it seem sinister. Uh, oh my God! So you know, Lisa's kind of trapped. She turns around. She sees like the string to the door to the attic. And so she's able to get up there before Ned spots her. Yep. And, uh, you know, Bart gets into the Flanders house where he has a trash can, a doghouse, a piece of lawn, uh, a tricycle. No, he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a doghouse. What kind of house? He didn't, there was no house. Oh, you wrote house. So I just assumed. Um, a tricycle. A Sorry, that was supposed to be hose. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> proofread your notes. <laughs> I'm um, sorry that, that <laughs> spell check doesn't know the difference between hose and house. All right. Uh, let's start over. Okay. Bart gets into the Flanders house where he has a trash can, a hose, a piece of lawn, a tricycle, and a dog attached to him. Uh, where did this dog come from between the Simpsons and the Flanders house? Uh, maybe the dog like got off the chain. What chain? It, it was well, not a chain. It's sort of chained to the, to the tricycle. I yeah. Think. Oh. 
Interesting. It's like he got wrapped up in the tricycle. Yeah. Uh, a kid and a guy walking a dog with this kid on a tricycle is walking by the Flanders Simpsons houses <laughs> just as Bart was uh, walking over. There yeah. you go. All right. We got uh, it. Yeah, there you go. And Ned says in a sinister tone that he's going to put you away for good. And he's obviously talking about the axe. And Lisa screams. Bart yells no. And as Ned puts the axe away, we decide only you can prevent accidents. God yeah, damn it. God Ned, damn really, it so God. Ned really needs to learn to sing, you know, less creepy songs when he's alone. <laughs> yeah. And he also needs to learn to not talk to his axe, okay? Because <laughs> this is some unhinged behavior that makes anyone look like a like a psychopath. Oh, uh, that's sign that's sign though. God damn it, man. Damn what it. in the what in the gumdrops is going on here? That's right. <laughs> Um, then how Ned sees the kids and asks, you know, what's going on? And Bart tells them he's uh, stopping Ned from murdering Lisa, just like he did his wife. And Ned faints as he hears the word murdered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then God. so now we see Maude is back to clear up the misunderstanding. Um, so she must have been close. She uh, Bible yeah. cap must have been close because they called her and she came back right away. And uh, she's she was there learning how to be more judgmental. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that joke so much. Oh, those Christians and their judgmental ways. So good. Um, And, uh, you know, Bart said, oh, I saw Ned bury something in the backyard. And Ned confesses to being a murderer. And he murdered Maude's favorite favorite ficus plant. Yep. And, you know, Ned was hoping to replace it before Ma got home. I mean, he was being a thoughtful husband. Again, though, yeah. Ned has to stop talking to himself. Yes. Yeah. He made screaming. himself seem so guilty. He's like yelling yeah. at himself in the backyard. He's talking to himself with the, with the axe. Come on. Why are you screaming when you killed a ficus plant? I mean, maybe he was afraid Ma was going to get angry, but there's, you know. Yeah, but Bart said, oh, but I heard a woman scream. He's like, well, that's something I can't explain. And Eddie brings out the dead plant from the backyard, and Ned screams in his yeah. high-pitched tone, just like the purple drapes. Yep. God, so good. Um, and Bart's, um, and, you know, Bart says, well, that explains everything. And I was like, well, that doesn't explain everything. We still want to know the whereabouts of Maud. And uh, Maud's, you know, Homer, I'm right here. Well, isn't that nice? That wraps everything up in a neat little package. <laughs> a neat oh. little package. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if that sounded sarcastic. I really meant it. <laughs> so good. Uh, I do love, I mean, Homer's sar- sarcastic rants are amazing. So. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, you well, know, even even just saying, I mean, sorry if it sounded sarcastic, yeah. like is a, is a joke within a joke within a joke. So good. Oh, yep. God, um, so all the kids now we see all the kids over at Martin's pool. And I mean, I what did the kids like quadruple since they were over at Lisa's I, pool? I, I mean, Martin just, must live in a much bigger neighborhood. He I mean, must. Yeah. Yes. And obviously it's overfilled. He's like, Martin's like, oh, there's some more room over there. And one kid, you know, jumps in and it, you know, completely disassembles the entire pool. And, you know, Martin. You know, I have a good question. If Martin's family has so much money, why the hell was he resorting to the pool mobile? Why didn't they buy him a pool a long time ago? Exactly. I mean, come on. Yeah, what the hell? Well, there's also a Springfield Country Club. I feel like Martin and his family would just be members there. (laughs) And they could just go to there. And his older brother's in the band? I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Martin is sad. All the kids are leaving and he stands there. And Nelson takes his swim trunks as the song, The Summer Breeze, uh, starts. No. Uh, 
Well, Martin says, ah, the gentle caress oh, of a summer breeze. Yep. And then we hear Frank Sinatra's Summer Wind song play over Martin as he's naked standing in the wreckage of his pool. So good, man. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, final thoughts on this episode. So if you remember correctly, Warren, we have our uh, rating system for, uh, for our Simpson episodes, one being a doe, two, don't have a cow, man. No, 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 oh, no. Sorry, two, two is eat, my sh- eat my shorts. Three don't have a cow man, four mm, sprinkles, and five everything's coming up Millhouse. Um, so if you want to give your thoughts on this episode and a rating, I'm I'm giving this one a five, guys. I mean, you know, it's it's not the best episode of the season, uh, but I do think because of how you know, like we've been saying the whole episode, it's so different. It doesn't feel like any other episode of the show. There's like so many qualities about it that make it memorable. It has some of the most memorable screen grabs. I mean, everything about it is unique. Like we said, first one back on a Sunday. So there's a lot of different reasons that this one is memorable and that people look back on it so fondly. So I'm giving it a five out of principle just because it's my name and because I love it. <laughs> All right. I, I was going to, I was going to say the name, if you gave it like anything less than a five, I'd be like, well, you must not really like the name of your Instagram. Either. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I agree with Warren. This is, this is a five. Everything's coming up. Millhouse. It's just, it's quintessential Simpsons yes. Um, in the writing and the jokes. And it's just so, it's so well-written. Like there's like, usually I have a nitpick or two about, about episodes and just, there's none for me here. Like if this episode is on you're you're you better believe I'm stopping everything that I'm doing to watch this episode. Cause oh, yeah. this is so good. The, the rear window back half of the episode uh, is just, it's amazing. And, you know, and who can't relate? I mean, outside of those weird people that live in Canada who only get summer for like a couple days um, <laughs> or the penguins that live in the Antarctica, uh, but who can't relate <laughs> to like, you know, a hot summer day, you need to cool off. Let's jump in the pool. Like oh, yeah. th- this, this episode is so relatable in the first half. I don't know how, I mean, even Bart, <laughs> Bart breaking a bone is relatable to a lot of people. Yep. Um, it, it's just, it's just really, really good, really well done. Um, I don't know if it's the best episode in season six, but it's definitely up there. Yeah, for sure. So, so I'm definitely five. Everything's coming up. Millhouse. I mean, I think one of my favorite, favorite scenes is the, the, um, uh, synchronized swimming scene. It kind of yeah. reminded me of uh, Caddyshack when they did that in oh, that yeah. in that movie, and oh, yeah. the whole yeah. Homer floating in, you know, with the beer <laughs> beer fountain. I mean, that was hilarious. Um, but yeah, I mean, Bart going completely mad in his room. I mean, that's yeah. that's just awesome. I mean, did he have to be a shut in? Probably not. But uh, when Lisa's <laughs> taken over all of uh, his friends, and you know, she's making new friends, there's nothing else you can really do about it. By the I, way, guys, I, 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 I also think it's worth I think it's worth mentioning real quick that not only is this episode great, but also it doesn't feel like it's 21 minutes. So oh, no, much stuff no. happens in this episode. It could easily yeah. be two parts. I mean, it's a yeah. lot packed in. Yeah, so I just, just want to point out. I just want to point out to you guys that your epidermis is showing. Oh, thanks. oh man, I knew it. Damn it. <laughs> well, damn well, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I'm gonna have to work on that. I'm gonna work yeah. on. Well, you know, in the age of masks, I mean, you could pretty much cover up your entire body now and True. not have to have showing. So, yeah. uh, so let's finish it off with our character profile. Uh, this week we have the ever so lovely Foxy, 
Maude Flanders. <laughs> um, her identity, God-fearing, attractive wife of God-fearing Ned Flanders, mother of resi- uh, religious zealots, sons Rod and Todd. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. True. Yep. True. Uh, life code, no profanity, no unkind thoughts, no lustful thoughts, <laughs> uh, non-puritanical uh, thoughts, no alcohol or drugs of any kind. No questioning of her husband. <laughs> uh, no Sundays off at church and uh, no taking the Lord's name in vain. Oh, my God. You know, it's weird, though, because there's that. Was it season one or season two where the Simpsons have the cocktail party? Yeah. And Ned is a mixologist. Yeah. That is kind well, of there, 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 There is actually a couple of times where Ned does drink. And, you know, that used to bug me, but I do think sometimes it's funny because he always yeah. drinks, you know, for the most part outside of when he has. Well, he has, well, his, I own mean, even he, he has his own tap yeah. room in his basement. Yeah, even, even in the joy of sect, he still has a bar yeah. in the basement. So yeah. there there are times where they – and, you know, Maude has come over to the house before and definitely had some punch. So, like, yeah. that is something that they sort of play with a little bit, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, and also, too, I mean, they're 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 devout Christians, obviously, so they probably do communion. Yeah. And yeah. wine is alcohol. Now, granted, that's like, you know, religious wine, so that's probably right. okay. Yeah. But... Uh, her hobbies, reading the Bible, quoting the Bible, studying the Bible, <laughs> and highlighting passages of the Bible in Ned's, Ned's Bible, because um, that, you know, that yeah. makes Ned angry. And uh, cherishing <laughs> cherishing the Bible and raising ficus plants. Oh, you forgot following the Bible and holding the Bible. Oh yeah, she likes to, <laughs> she likes doing those too. Did you know her favorite book is the Bible? Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Who would have guessed? Yeah, yep. man, I thought it would have been like uh, Stephen King, right? <laughs> Salem's Lot. Yes. You know, if Rod and Todd ever die, you know she's bringing them to the Indian burial ground for sure. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, her secret admirer is Homer. For for whatever reason, he just wants those peanuts at the bottom. Yes. <laughs> and uh, uh, Silent Shame has more masculine scream than Ned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ned has a very high pitched scream. Yep. Ned, he doesn't oh, yeah. believe in insurance. He's he considers it a form of gambling. I I always thought Maude <laughs> had such a funny accent too. I think that's something worth mentioning. I I always love the way she talks. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely uh, definitely interesting. It's. It's sad to see that she's gone, but she'll always yeah, be in our hearts. For sure. And Homer's yep. hearts. All <laughs> right. So let's, let's finish it off where uh, everyone can find us. Uh, head over to Instagram. Find us the Simpsons Did It Pod. Uh, over on Twitter, Simpsons Did It PC. Uh, you can donate to our podcast. Just head over to buymeacoffee.com backslash the Simpsons Did It. And buy us a duff or two. And all your donations will go towards uh, upgrading our equipment and giving you giveaways and We'll give you some stickers just for donating. So there's a lot of, a lot of cool things. Um, you can uh, call us. We have a phone number um, where you can leave a voicemail. And the, if you guys haven't already done it, the uh, wonderful Jaden LeBron does our voicemail message. Um, so Warren, I don't know if you've called our number yet. I should. I really should. I love Jaden. Yeah, Jaden. Jaden <laughs> yeah. did. Jaden did an absolutely fantastic Krusty the Clown voicemail message for us. Yeah. Um, so the phone number is 612-584-0986. So head over there, give it a call, leave us a voicemail, let us know what you think. And, you know, let us uh, give Jaden some props once you listen to it and uh, yeah. say he did an amazing job and he should work for the Simpsons. Jaden <laughs> rules and he should work on the Simpsons. And as much yeah. as I love, you know, so, some of the newer voice actors on the show, there are a couple characters that I think 
I can confidently say Jaden did a better job of than the current people in the role. Absolutely. So I'll leave it at that. Oh, absolutely. Um, so Warren, where can uh, everyone find you? Guys, if you want to check out my collection, you can search for Bard of Darkness on Instagram or Twitter, and you will find it. The only difference is on Twitter, there's an underscore because some jerk will not give me the name who hasn't even updated his Twitter in like five years or something. Um, But Instagram is mostly where you'll find me. If you want to check out my podcast, you can go to at Simpsons is greater than on Instagram or at Simpsons is great on Twitter, or you can just search for it any single corner of the internet where you can listen to a podcast and you will find it. I've talked to people from the show, from Lisa Simpson herself, Bart Simpson herself, you know, Al Jean. You can hear me talk to all kinds of people from the show and I recommend it. I do too. It's an absolutely <laughs> fantastic too. show. No, oh, um, thank you guys. No, it's I, dude, I, I get some of my stuff from listening to your interviews, especially the Simpsons, you know, actors. Because <laughs> uh, I mean, it's I mean, we've talked to Mike Reese before, and he, yeah. he he gave us some awesome tidbits. So anywhere I can listen to interviews of Simpsons, you know, folks, yeah. it's always good good to get some background on them. So. uh Until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It.